Everybody and welcome to another episode of Kill Shuffle. Hiya. I'm Donald. I'm Dylan. And once again, we bring you music reviews of music albums that came out in the last music two weeks. <laughs> uh, this is exciting. Nothing but. Nothing but. Music. That's all. That's all it is. And actually, it's nothing political. Nothing. nothing apolitical. Just. <laughs> well, I, I mean, maybe. You could argue this. There's quite a quite a bit of political stuff in this week's. Yes, record. actually, there really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lyrically, yes. Lyrically, for sure. Um, yeah, the, the the releases we're reviewing this week include um, a, a new EP from Pendulum, uh, Marina, formerly known as Marina and the Diamonds. Oh! My mom was like, Marina and Diamonds? I was like, no, just Marina. I was like, oh, <laughs> it is Marina. It is. As well. I'm, I'm on, on, uh, I'm not learning. Uninitiated, you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, as we'll discuss. Uh, Garbage, uh, a solo album from Danny Elfman and a solo album from Jim Ward. So it's kind of an interesting mix of stuff this week because nobody's new to us. In other words, it's kind of a collection of old friends and favourites, but we've got, you know, say like an EP from Pendulum, whereas we normally have albums. On the Marina side, she, you know, she used to be known as Marina the Diamonds, as she knows Marina. Uh, garbage is just still garbage, garbage is garbage. But then, you know, Danny Elfman and Jim Ward, not known for doing solo albums, but, you know, both... In embarking on their mm-hmm. second solo albums um, yeah. after a very long gap since the first <laughs> you know so it's quarter of a century yeah in, in, in Elfman's case I think I think Jim Ward's solo album might have come out about I don't know about 10 years ago or so um, but yeah so that, that like that'll be that'll be an interesting uh, interesting collection of albums to talk about I think uh, yes but there were a few things first there are. Um, I had to abandon the AFI album I will <laughs> off my highly hyped one yeah because it is great but it also is not as great as I thought it would be you know the kind of thing where mm. is it worth if it can't chart top its own previous record? Mm. I'll talk about it at the end of the year. It might even pop up somewhere special. Hey, but, who knows? But worth listening to uh, as much as these albums in a few ways. Yeah, already. So that's, that's kind of it's my... been a it's been a it's been a crazy few weeks. So we had, we had to we had to trim you know trim trim down the the lineup a bit. But yeah, the AFI album. I don't know. I've listened to a couple of tracks off it. I enjoyed them, but AFI. I say this; they're in my top ten band, so it, it's weird if it, they weren't mentioned. So you have a, you have a more of a, you yeah. have a stronger connection to them yeah. than I do, but I think we reviewed the Blood album, and I I enjoyed quite mm-hmm. a, quite a bit of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, then uh, I suppose the big news that came out like over the last couple of weeks is that Down No Pilot happened. I am intensely jealous of everyone that got to go. Well, got to catch yeah. it on Sky. <laughs> I, I Sky hope. I, I, have you heard that it's. It's usually on Sky Arts and it like started yeah. July, right? Like I 50th. really, really would love for it to be on Sky Arts so that people can watch those sets back because just everything that I've seen, all of the clips, the I phone was, footage is yeah. it looks great. Doesn't sound great, but it looks great. I was glued to my Instagram over the weekend trying to trying to sort of hearing yeah, Hoover the, up every morsel. Just hearing the Enter Jakari songs played live. Mm. It's like that's what they're meant for and they're they're finally getting to play it in yeah. front of an audience and it's insane. Can you imagine I can't how cathartic that must have been I've had dreams over a year after the release of the record to finally get to play some of the songs I was out. having both dreams and nightmares <laughs> yeah. during the week it was playing at night <laughs> so, yeah yeah. although from what I heard While She Sleeps played a, an all time great set why do you have to mention that I know why I know because it's what I heard and Vukovi yes 
Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, seeing, seeing some clips. I mean, the, the crowd about, knew. Kind of smaller bands yeah. rising up, playing their biggest gigs ever. It, it was kind of amazing, actually, to see. I think it was, I can't remember what song it was. It might have been like La 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 or something, or La Di Da, that song. But whatever song it was, the crowd were totally on side and knew every word. And that was that was great to see because you know Vakovi like they're 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 a favorite of ours but they might not necessarily be you know way up there in terms of the well, public consciousness you, you're you're um, a year off seeing people in public singing your songs yeah. and all of a sudden a year later they know all of you, all the words to this album you released last year and it's like holy shit this made an impact yeah yeah, it did it did and only now we're getting the wind of it oh goodness me uh, a real gig that was that was lovely to see meanwhile uh, not to cast too much shade, but you know, a, a festival with social distancing was announced in Ireland with the blandest lineup I've ever seen. I'll say no more than that. But comparing that to Daniel Pilot, an actual honest to god festival with a decent lineup of bands, just made me a bit sad. Sunstroke um, was a thing once. It was a thing once, but it may never be again. We sh- we we live in hope. We live in hope. Always. Yeah, and and it was nice to see Light playing a gig in an airport. You showed me that. That was <laughs> that was fun. It just made me laugh yeah. in a good way. But an actual, you know, again... Get it on. Get it on with it. Uh, it looked more like a group of sort of friends from school more than an actual crowd. It was only about 50 people, right? It was a very small crowd. Yeah, 50 to 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just, and then just, just sort of playing in an airport terminal. Good for them. Yeah, interesting acoustics, but I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's... it's it, we're, creative, man. Like, I'll allow it. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, of course. Like, small bands have to do that. Yep. Still. Um... Yeah. exciting news as well that my cause I, because we, because you know it's, it's only right we, we discussed uh, <laughs> we discussed you know Def Heaven coming out with a single yeah. there last time um, and they were my number one record of 2018 well my number one record oh, of yeah. 2019 yes and Tyler the Creator um, he's just released the follow up to I Igor to it this morning I have not listened to it yet I had a good, had a good walk with it good. really good walk say no more because <laughs> I'm not having a chance myself but I'm very Wake excited up, I'm very excited to it and just you know what to do yeah yeah absolutely um, so that's that's really exciting that there's there's a new there's a uh, in it it's good Ooh, spoilers right. okay alright no that's that's exciting loads of like little EPs and stuff that came out um, from, from from kind of favourite artists of mine today I just you know it just rename a few the dr- like Drug Church The Guru Guru Joy Wave I think Blink of the Star released a covers album uh, so Beeby Doobie Beeby as well just nice sort of hot off the back of a recent record EPs which we always like to see and usually they're quite good so and some things to think about for the next time but I I, I don't know if you have anything else uh, major Dylan otherwise we might crack into the uh, the reviews um, we'll we say uh, Mark Hoppus unfortunately uh, yes there is news about thank you for reminding me of that um, yeah do you want to uh, well I don't really know too much aside from his statement yeah uh, yeah, no, no, there doesn't need to be too much information. Just that Mark Hoppus is undergoing treatment for cancer. And, you know, it's no secret that I'm a massive Blink-182 fan. All eras of Blink-182, uh, uh, as are you. Um, and I think, you think a lot of, you know, I think our age group in general, they're just a band that mean a, a lot to people who kind of grew up, you know, around that time, um, you know, kind of coming of age in the in the early 2000s. And it's uh, it's just really sad news. And I'm hoping that he... He pulls through. He's not an old man, you know. He's he's in his like late forties, um. So you'd like to think that hopefully he has, you know, a de- like a strong kind of immune system that he'll be able to kind of fight fight back, and that the you know the, the treatments and everything like that are top yeah. top notch. Um, it's 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 always annoying to deal with other illnesses in the era of COVID, right? Hundred percent. Although, how, how you know, I, I believe you know the area that he's in. I suppose he they, they live in 
Oh, well, I mean, if, you, if you don't know where Blink-182 are from at this point, uh, you probably haven't listened to them, but they're from California. Yeah. And I, I think California's vaccination program has been yeah. pretty comprehensive. I don't um, know if you lived in London a few times, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think hopefully, you know, that that's no longer a concern and it really is just about yeah. kind of getting the treatment that he needs. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll just keep an eye on that situation yes. and wish Barcaps all the best. All the best, all the best, honestly. Yeah. No, no words, but yeah, I'll be listening listen to the music a lot. Yeah. All the support. Definitely, definitely. Uh, sending good vibes um, over to California. So thank you for bringing that up because that's a really important one. And if people hadn't heard, um, it's, you know, it might be worth sending a message <laughs> or something like that because you never know, he might see it. Um, but anyway, let's yeah. start. Let's get, let's, get, let's get down to business. We recently did a... Uh, a Time Machine segment on Pendulum's 2010 album Immersion and it really did feel like there was a, just a, such a long time since Pendulum had released anything because it's, obviously Night Party was a thing yeah it's hard to quantify how much time has actually passed yeah. between albums yeah I mean it's it's 11 years yeah and people 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 <laughs> sit body system changed within the yeah. 7 years right so we were entirely different people in the last, the last time we had a Pendulum album in our we were I, you know I, I was just finishing up secondary school you were probably you were leaving probably leaving certain time yeah, yeah. Um, I I was a huge Pendulum fan then and as we discussed I'm still a huge Pendulum fan now I think neither of us really ever fully got on the knife party train it, it to me felt a tiny bit gimmicky and I was beginning to wonder uh, festival fodder festival fodder was fun. always in the back of my head no offence to that but fine. yeah fine but, but maybe slightly jumping on the bandwagon of that EDM sort of EDM complex dubstep thing but it not being necessarily their comfort zone the you know drum and bass act who there was a weird so good irony there yeah right? yeah maybe a little bit yeah um but i suppose maybe the question that we were asking ourselves uh back when we did that that uh section segment i think it was kind of about a year ago or, or maybe about six months ago was you know could pendulum come back and this recapture was the announcements wasn't it yeah Jesus. Yeah, a couple of weeks only. I want to listen to that actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it, with the benefit of hindsight, but you know, yeah, it, c- could they come back and sort of recapture the magic? Um, and what would Pendulum sound like in twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one? And the Elemental EP answers that question. <laughs> Enthusiastic nodding. Dylan's Audio- furiously audibly. nodding. Yes. Um, yeah, it, yeah. Pendulum are back, and Pendulum are good. They're really good. Yeah, they're. Yeah. Sub- they, they, you know, you think they, they wouldn't pull any punches. They, they I think they really. Oh, they don't. <laughs> no, no, truly. Um, they surprise me so much during this. Yep. They give a lot of things and a lot more new in this. A lot of old. They yeah. cover all the grounds in such a small amount of time. They really um, hold their color. Yes. Speaking <laughs> of, there's references to their whole career in this. There Plus is. Yeah. An eye to something new. Which. Yep. My God, I hope this is a bridge to something new but anyway well yeah. all of the press is this is the f- like they, they're they full they're bending over backwards say this is a full reunion like full steam ahead so we have to imagine that this is yeah. not it, this- it wouldn't be hey we're back let's play these plays these, play festival lineups with these new four songs yeah it's it's not going to be a it's, system of a down situation I suppose and, and even to be honest system of a down didn't have any new music at all for years at least you know, Pendulum have this EP for when they come back and play shows. But yeah, you're you're 100 right. It begins with, uh, you know, the let's say the, the sort of main character from kind of song. Yeah, I, I would have said 
it, it almost picks up where Immersion left off because you, you hear the, the guy coming up for air. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it, which is symbolic of the, that, that album. And then it's very much a continuation of that sound, I think. You know, it's... Hype track. Yeah, it's a hype track. And then you've got the, the, the really kind of gr- grumbly, uh, grizzly synth that comes in is quite Hold Your Colour era. It's old school. So it's a little bit of the newer, a little bit of the old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say that I think Driver, the first track, is probably... It's good, and, and I, I got excited listening to it, but I felt like I've heard most of this before. It doesn't really hold his voice, right? You're, you're yeah. I, now with Pendulum, I'm, his voice really really yeah. has grown, and, I, and I'm all there for it, and that one has the... The least of it. Yeah, that's that's the like the salt in the wounds, the kind of false start, you know, to get you in the to get you in the kind of mood for listening to Pendulum, but not necessarily the thing that's gonna take your breath away. But I think you know, as we you know could, yeah. could probably guess, the next three tracks just knock it out of the park. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like, God, what what was the next one? The next one. Oh yeah, nothing for free. Yeah, yeah. That is um such a. Uh, a statement on you know quarantine stuff yep. uh, COVID times as yep. well which I didn't expect from them yep. you know it's great to see them kind of going into political mm-hmm. waters um, as well as personal stuff sure um, it's it's very rocky as well it's got yeah. it's got a real kind of um, it, it's got the radio edge but it's 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 still got kind of the heaviness that only they can bring it really. reminds me yeah it, it re- reminds me of, of one of those one of the kind of radio singles like maybe Watercolour off, um, yep. off, off Immersion in that you've got Rob Swire doing I, I always think when he when he when he, when he sings quite earnestly and melodically he sounds a bit like Noel Gallagher or at least the melodies remind yeah, me a bit of yep. Noel Gallagher but then <laughs> absolutely yeah. but then when it kicks in it's like it's that kind of just really joyful almost sort of French electro house groove of maybe say uppermost around the one era like like dance or angels of revolutions like that kind of really really heavy funky edm yeah it's got the most skrillex elements in it right yeah yeah i would say so yeah i would say so definitely yeah and and then but then it brings in those kind of you know tablas and acoustic guitar Mm -hmm. that they you know that they're kind of known for bringing into the the down moments it's very very nice it adds adds a bit more texture to it don't really expect from EDM the knife party didn't really have yeah it's, it's just a bit more it's a more it's more dynamic than yeah than, than knife party was it's it's just you know it's they haven't completely lost that you're right there's the Skrillex thing but you know there is this kind of you know it goes half time kind of thing it would belong pretty well in, in um, yeah. the last corner album or yeah it would or Power EDM Paradigm album. Shift or, or one of those things yeah but what I'm saying is on that track you can hear what they've been doing for the last 10 years. Like, I can hear Jonathan Davis singing this <laughs> line. I honestly can. It yeah, works yeah, yeah. so well in my head. Yeah. So that's kind of the energy that I that, get. That hadn't occurred to me, but I'll have to listen back to it and think, and think about it. But the, yeah, I mean, the louder than words, I think, is probably the the centerpiece. I just think it's it's so good. <laughs> God, it is, right? It really, really has got some cool elements. I just, his voice. I it's, love it's his voice. soothing drum and bass mm. fully uh, as we expect. Yeah plus more and some great featured artists. Yeah, who the hell are Hybrid Minds? I don't know what they're doing on the track. I don't know who they uh, are, but... I believe um, maybe elements of the solo mm. because there's a very, very cool solo in this. Yeah. Um, I don't... It's like a... Guitar, it's a, right? It's a guitar solo. Yeah, a sequenced kind of guitar solo, heavily synth. Something that you might have heard on that Cubby record. Yeah, yeah. You know, or maybe... I don't know how to push like Anna Managuchi or something. Yeah, it's, it's got a really nice refrain to is it. It's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's very it's odd. It's almost like a talk box synth. It's 
really cool. Yeah, yeah, no, the guitar, the guitar solo on that is great. Um, and I just, I just, yeah, the strings are lovely. As I say, it's another great Rob Swire vocal, and th- like the the sort of really trebly production on the on the produ- on the sorry the the rhythm section on the on the percussion. Yeah, yeah, totally- it just bring it. It just has that really like warm. Yeah, there's the the watery kind of warm. Yeah, highness of the instruments, and then like yeah. the drums are still deep and fucking yeah, chunky the bass is really bass right. the treble is really treble and it just reminds you of you know the 90s I, 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 I love that track and then and the synth is the perfect mid-ground it's yeah exactly yeah yeah they, they're so good at filling out I mean Pendulum is just such a joy to listen to because it's they're, they they fill out every kind of part of the yeah. the sonic space and then come alive what a surprise right if it you wouldn't you know you hit it, if you haven't already heard it right? dun, 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 dun. I mean nothing hits like pendulum guitars yeah, I dare you not to walk in time to this song yeah. or march yeah <laughs> that song is as much to do with like Icebreaker as it does with Rammstein is kind of yeah or Rammstein yeah, yeah, or something yeah. as it does with you know with it's like electronic DJ Shadow or something it's minimal it's, rhythmic guitaring mm. to a beat um, just heavy stuff and it, it doesn't seem out of place at all it just kind of works yeah 100% yeah like, I, they're I, doing heavy kind of rock band sound right and they've they've, they've do it they, they've done it before it's nothing new like they they, they did it on you know uh, the last track of um, uh, In Silico which I can't remember the name of now uh, yeah, they, they would have done it they've on, had featured artists with, with Flames and stuff yeah yeah In Flames um, yeah, it's yeah. not quite as heavy as that one but I mean, debatably it's it's up there yeah 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 but, but they just they just know how to produce guitars so, I mean I think End of Shikari with that production would be a, a dream come true. There's kind of a great riser synth solo in it as well yeah. at the end. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. really fucking catchy. And it, remind, it's, it reminds me of that episode. What I have in my head watching this is that, you know, a Spongebob episode where, <laughs> where he's just, play, like, I think it's Gary's, Gary and him are just playing music in the house. Oh, yeah. And uh, just the beat is just insufferable. <laughs> like, I think it matches totally to this. Okay. <laughs> BPM in my head so I might just make make a video of that splice them together absolutely yeah um, if there's one thing the world always needs more of it's, it's Spongebob memes yeah and, and YouTube poop so go for it the but, pineapple bobbing to this song is yeah yeah it's great listen yeah. they, they haven't lost it they've still got it um, it's it's four tracks so there's not really much more we can yeah. say unfortunately we <laughs> like my only gripe was you know the third song was the only one I hadn't listened to before this release yeah see that's but that's, it was such a one to listen to during this <laughs> that's why my <laughs> habit of not really well I expected an album I didn't expect oh BP's out uh, yeah you know I expected just a bit more mm. You know, give it about six more months. It could have been an album, but I guess you know, it's a starter. It's that's it. Yeah, it's a starter. You know, you have to you have to kind of wet the wet the appetite, and the appetite is definitely uh, wetted. The appetite. The the appetite <laughs> is wetted. Uh, what say what weird? Yeah. But um, yeah, so there's not much more to say about it. But we you know, but you've got basically yeah. sort of pendulum my numbers, angry Rob, sort of emotional Rob, and then rock banger that, that you know it covers all of the things that Pendulum does well on, on an EP so there's not really much more we could ask for yeah it's it's beautiful it's hopeful sounding it's it's everything yeah. you want from yeah. a band that you thought would never come back damn right yeah damn right what's your favourite track favourite track is last one. Oh, come alive yeah come alive it's it's totally my wheelhouse yeah yeah, <laughs> it's, it, it is fantastic for me I, I think it's a tough call I, I think I think I'll go louder than words yeah you've got me uh, yeah I, I, again it's four tracks I love it but I'd probably give it an eight yes yeah yes because I think one of them is just 
mm-hmm. pretty good. Mm-hmm. And the other three are excellent. So I give it yeah. an eight. Yeah. They're, they're totally on top of their craft. Yeah. Unbeaten since they last were on the. Totally uh, on top of their craft work. Exactly. But like, <laughs> haven't heard anything since they were not a band and now they're back. So yeah, yeah that's them. From outer space. Cannot wait. Uh, cannot wait to hear more from them. But that's, yeah, that's yeah. the Elemental EP from Pendulum. Um, Dylan, dealer's choice. What would you like to talk about next? Well, I, I, I think we can talk about um, garbage. Hell yeah, we can. Garbage. 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 Shirley Manson, Butch Vig, and, and the other two. Oh, wow. <laughs> Woo. To your knowledge. Shots fired. Sorry, Duke Erickson and Steve Marker. Yes. Apologies, guys. Um, you're, you're all great. Yeah, No Gods, No Masters, the seventh album from the Madison, Wisconsin slash Scotland yeah. <laughs> uh, industrial pop rockers. I don't know what you call them. And like yeah, yeah. Electro, yeah. Gr- electro grunge, and alt yeah. pop rock. Sure, they've they've run the gamut through. They things. have. They're a band of two different eras. Um, funnily enough, this comeback, 2012 or 2011 onwards, yep. is longer than their first. Era ah. of being a band because they stopped in 2006 uh, after they released um, the uh, Bleed Like Me album, oh. the tour thing, um, just because they were kind of run out and the, yeah. the record label was all kind of like, hey, let's just, um, you know, yeah. let's let's just push you for like typical record label things that, yeah. you know, not treat you like a humans, treat you like a band that will print the money kind of thing. Um, mm. So they were just kind of sick of that and took the break um, for five, six years and. This is a five-year break to this album from the last one, so it's interesting yes. to see how they time out things. But this is their run of three albums in their second, the second, the, the yeah, the, the the revival. Yes, interesting. Well, in terms of garbage, I'm mainly familiar with the record that we did. Yes, the Time Machine segment on way back in 2017. I think was one of the first ones we did, uh, which is garbage. The first album. Yes. Um, 95? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Uh, which is really good. And mm-hmm. I still listen to, I mean, obviously there's, isn't it Stupid Girl is one, is one track? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and Vow, I think is a f- phenomenal song. And Only Happy When It Rains is great. There's lots of great songs on that record. I mean, it's, it's a really yeah. good album. Yeah. Um, but I'm not super familiar with the rest of the backstory. Yeah, as I, as I always say, um, when you get the time, they're, they're a really rewarding band to get into. Each mm. album gives you something different mm. um, and a little familiar and very cool comfort zone for me yeah. when this band comes around. Good. Right. Excellent. Yeah. I have to say, I, I always had my doubts um, because I'd never heard her speak, but I always thought that Charlie Mann said, I, I was sort of thinking, oh yeah, pretty probably probably born in Scotland or something but like no 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 she's super Scottish <laughs> the, the loudest Scot she is you so know, Scottish you know and I really I've only known that. I've only known Scottish people that laugh louder than the room they're in yeah and, and she's she's a joy to listen to you you, you right? saw them right you saw them at Ivy Gardens yes yeah the last gig oh sit before COVID mm-hmm. wow yeah there you go and the first gig coming back in their next tour is going to be here Nice. Yeah, fancy that. That's what we all, that's what we want. Very yeah, lots of artists. This is not this is we won't go into this now, but lots lots of artists leaving Ireland out of their tours, um, which is not nice because uh, probably because Brexit. Let's be real. Um, but anyways, so yeah, so no gods, no masters. Maybe try to contextualize it for me. Does this sound like uh, Strange Little Birds, the previous one? Um, or is it totally oh, new? There is a weird sense, and I think it changed during the time of COVID. Um, before it was going to be a bit more um, I think Butch said it was going to be more orchestral electronic oh okay um, there are a lot more elements of that mm-hmm. um, which lends a bit to what happened before in Strange Little Birds there was a lot of like gotcha. real 
high high um high production kind of almost movie quality uh electronic orchestral stuff happening yep um plus industrial um and then later on as covid happened to match shirley's lyrics and all mm. um the album kind of got a bit more of an edge to it right right a bit more of um i don't know what slice of rock it's taken from maybe their past mm. stuff as well yeah. right um, and a lot of experimentation in this. It's kind of industrial at times. Um, it's going to be, yeah. Yeah. That, that lens, that's the most in common it has with the other album, is the industrial yeah. stuff. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's, uh, yeah, so, you know, it's funny. It begins with probably the most 90s throwback track, which is uh, The Men Who Rule the World. It is very first album, right? Well, yeah, I, I was, I was so, cause it's funny cause he, it, it came on directly after Danny Elfman, uh, in the playlist. So it was nearly indistinguishable that like, that kind of like plastic funk guitar, yeah. which I really wasn't expecting to hear in 2021. Not sure if I loved it to be honest, but it was just a mad little time capsule to hear that, that kind of, you know, the, you know, the thing I'm talking about, those kind of like really fast, fast pitch kind of like, uh, jazz chords that are in that first track. Yeah, they're 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 mm-hmm. they're, they're really juxtaposed with the rest of the song. Really, really interesting, weird samples. With yeah, the, with the cash register, the jackpot kind of noise. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's an odd start. Da- dangerous kind of. There's a weird playful menace to it. Um, yeah, as it builds. Yeah, um, yeah, and it grows in the choruses. Once again, huge. Chorus is great. You get that real sense of what they do best, which is the the huge crunch guitars. Yep. Um, they hit hard and you're like ah yes that, that's the yeah. guy that produced Nevermind um, you know? fuck yeah, yeah. And, um, the end of the song hits with this kind of um, slow creeping rumble mm-hmm. and it becomes a huge colossus of a thing at the end and yeah. layers really well with Shirley doing multiple different vocals yeah. and it's just this really masterful way of experimenting yeah so that, that starts the album with that in knowledge there's yeah. going to be a lot of experimenting going on. Definitely. A lot of weird shit. It is. I think I think it's an experimental album and there's there's really there's is. some stuff I like I don't I don't think it all works. I th- but I'd like to I'd like to talk about stuff that does work cuz I, I think I'd say I'd say flow is a bit odd. Yeah. And this is coming from a guy who will just eat anything they throw at me. <laughs> yeah. um, flow's a bit odd. Uh, I don't know how you could make it work better. Maybe you know. You you being the guy who kind of orders it a little I don't know if it's sequencing. I just think that Sequence. I just think that some of the songs are are stronger than others. To yeah, be honest I with you, but like, but it begin it, it like it carries on the creeps really strong. Like the creeps, I, I, full it's throttle, right? High octane synth rock that like more eerie stuff. I can see a pattern, eerie threatening stuff going on. Pissed off at a lot of things. Yep, is the sense I get from a lot of this album. Yep, definitely. Yeah, pissed off at like society the yes. world I mean that's it's not their heaviest album mm. but it's the most pissed off one in a long while mm. that's the th- interesting vibe I'm getting from and, and 30 odd 35 odd years in their career yeah it's great to see that kind of energy yeah mm-hmm. it, it is funny how, how sometimes that frustration or that kind of anger comes out in a way like so, sometimes it's it's pretty straightforward and then other times it's, it's kind of odd or, or quirky or weird like yeah. on Godhead there's all this talk about like dick and tits and bitch and she kind of it's all it's whispered it's her personality it, it's, right? yeah it's all it's, it's a very fun. funny kind of like <laughs> scatological almost it, approach thre- it's both threatening and sexy but yeah, you're, yeah. You're all, you're, you feel on edge and I love that <laughs> right 
Yeah, but then the chorus, the the the, the whole like nine inch nails kind of godhead thing with the guitars and everything. It's great. Like that's it. Oh, you song. like that? Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. freaking love that dude. Yeah. It's it's um very kind of pussifer guitar as well, kind of yeah. westerny uh pick picked up picked stuff to it i love it yeah i think that works on godhead i think i think the i think that mm. the probably the the messiest mm-hmm. in terms of what it's trying to do is is anonymous xxx in that it's XXX. it sort of goes like mariachi band and then it goes a little bit to Ooh, james I, bond I and then it goes a bit one. wild west I and do a bit like that it, that's very first album Ooh, mm-hmm. i think it's trying to do too much but I'm glad it works for you. But for me, I think that song is just, it's just it, trying to do too many things at once. It's better if you just go to it. No, I don't think go to it within the album. It's better if you just go to it as like a one off if you're in the mood for a song that sounds like that. Um, <laughs> I love it. It's, it's, you know, All right. it's, it's your typical sexy urban song. And yeah. Good for that. If you're in the mood, it's good for that. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, well, listen, I, I, I totally get you really funny in terms of like the experimental songs yeah. the the last track This City Will Kill You yeah. on our playlist and this was another weird like in that in that the, like insects into uh, the men who rule the world same fucking guitar tone which was bizarre but this was a re- another weird one the last track This City Will Kill You went straight into what was the first track from last time which was Jacques Adi by Christophe Willem works similar it vibe works. what the fuck it works what, this no, it like works. brass and it's kind of this they did a bit of this in the last album slinky the nighttime kind of yeah feel. noir um, type type vibe kind of ballady dark ballad orchestral um, ballad I couldn't believe it I never because the transition there should be no crossover between like French pop from 2007 and gar- mm, garbage totally but is, totally those two is. songs work together which is that orchestral weird. element that really lands well at, good song um, I, I, yeah. I like that song yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, that's like a flashback to the role. They're, they're kind Did of, they really? In Strange Little Birds, there was a lot of that. Okay. Nighttime uh, Drive. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was sung, sounded like this. All right. Um, What's well, cool to hear is Shirley Manson take a, to, to go into a slightly lower gear. There's a bit of that in this. Um, There's a little like, bit of it, yeah. Uh, Waiting for God does a bit of that. Woman Destroyed has that to an extent. But those are, I kind of think th- those are, they are slower they're slow, burn songs, slow, but slow. they're but they're burning. They, you know what I mean? They, 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 they get big. The synths really lend well to when it yeah. picks up. She's um, she's still she's still like expressing a huge amount of like kind of power in the voice, even yeah. though they are like lower key songs. Uh, Waiting for God it, uh, and a woman destroyed. The, the, actually, the two of them, I, I find them a bit dull. They each have their own. They they do positive um, points, but they kind of meander for quite a long time. Well, it, I think I think. You know, you may, you may be just be leaning on what what they offer elsewhere in the album, which is high octane stuff. Flipping the bird, for example. Mm-hmm. That's um, a fucking great song. Yeah, no that, gimmicks. That's, it's that's just that's going back to the kind of bleed like me era stuff. Okay, I'd say um, very mid two thousands. Yeah, uh, meets uh, early goth of the yep. late seventies. Yeah, a la um, fucking. Susan the Banshee. Yes, yes, exactly yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, that bass tone in yeah. particular as well, right? Yeah, I could. I haven't heard those bass octaves like that. Bum 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 bum. Like I haven't heard that in years. That was since, a, since garbage. That was a really big thing. Garbage did it a while back. Yeah, it has a kind of a mid two thousands indie feel to it as well. I love that song, but then the chorus is just big. Yeah. But again. It's an example, like we were talking about with with um, uh, Godhead, of like kind of funny 
quirky lyrics I mean the idea uh, like the song is called Flipping the Bird and she's sort of like I'll be flipping you the bird and I'm just imagining her backing vocals her Kind of finishing off her thoughts yeah really really cleverly done lyricism S- slow motion like middle fingers you know the, like the middle finger as a, as a gesture is just so <laughs> it's so 90s it's a, it's a really fun tongue in cheek fuck you song like right flipping the bird it just, it's just it's fun but there is like a uh, a sense of like oh fuck this guy do it it's kind of goofy yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but then but then but you can hear the sentiment behind the song is quite is quite serious um yeah, other other highlights. I think uh, uncomfortably me. Yeah, that's good. That's really yeah, good. That's a big. Um, that's a big highlight. Great kind of feel to it. It reminds me of um, kind of the, you know, their their old kind of songs and lyrics of just being comfortably weird. Yeah. Um, for especially for the queer audience as well, right? Just that whole spectrum of being comfortable in your own self. Yeah. Or or, or just, just the, not being right. Just feeling you know, okay with being not okay, right? Yeah, I suppose that that that's the takeaway. But I do get a sense from it that it's Shirley looking back on yes. her. There's a lot of that here. Her kind of young adulthood and remembering how she felt in all different types of social situations where she didn't felt like she didn't measure up and she felt uncomfortable in her own skin. I think a lot of people can identify with that. You know, uncomfortable with the record label. Back to the start of this. Yeah, when they quit in 2006, getting kind of harassed in whatever ways that it always came up you're you're a woman in the industry and you're in a big band it's getting even bigger so yeah the men of that audience are going to take advantage and yeah it's it's for, it's yeah. it's, it's, it's written in such a way as that it can apply to their own sort of history as band but it can also apply to anybody yeah. You know, you can identify with those lyrics regardless of who you are. Yeah. And Unless you're like fucking jock. Well, yeah. Well, well, <laughs> you know, exactly. most popular kid in school, well, but most people aren't that. Still gar- what Garbage Do Well is applying to yeah. the personal and the general audience. Yep. Um, so relatability is on a whole, it's on a high when you yeah. listen to Garbage, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Just on that one as well, musically, I, I think whatever, there's a, what I would describe as a very fuzzy, smothering synth yeah. at the start of that that, feels like you're getting a massage mm. it's very nice I don't know what the hell they but that's that's the butch big touch it it's a hard bass <laughs> synth they're yeah it's, it's just really kind of overwhelming in a nice way yeah it's, it's good two thin two synths uh, packaged oh, together actually okay yeah that, that makes sense sounds it yeah that makes sense, that um, makes sense. and uh, what, uh, No God No Masters is a great song as well yep also like the fast tempo ones mm-hmm. um, that's one of the lead singles um, great way to kind of end the high energy yeah. episode or chapter of this album um, to a degree they do other stuff in the extended edition but this is the album right yeah 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 right? they do some great covers um, some great uh... do you listen to the covers at all do you get I didn't get a chance I didn't have a, uh, I didn't have a spare second um, but I will give them a listen I'm annoyed yeah. they didn't put No Horses onto this album it is on the bonus edition I think it was a standalone single was it came out in 2018 yeah yeah during that tour or 2019 during that tour okay um, and it's on this on the on the special edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's not on the vinyl. Uh, I wish it was because it's right. a great, I feel it's a great way to end the. Yeah, there it is. Right, right. To end the album. Um, but this city will kill you is a great way to end it as well. To yeah. be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reflecting yeah. back, um, I, like that history and stuff. It's and like the covers, great. Uh, they they do a cover of because the night, uh, Patty Smith song. Oh yeah, fucking fantastic to do them doing it. Mm. Um. Uh, cover Girl Talk uh, cover Starman David oh. Bowie they do a better version of Starman than Bowie himself wow uh, least... Bowie will come up later yeah but um, yeah the, the fact that they added that onto like 
the first thing you click on on Spotify is that, and then you get the covers. Is kind of a nice little um, mm-hmm. reward to the audience. Yeah. Right. So um, it's a crowd pleaser of an album, right? It's not quite I as expansive so. as broad reaching as the last album, I think, mm. but it's still throwing in enough new, clever experimentation to warrant it as a really good kind of yeah um, dive into their career. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think I think probably still, yeah, still fresh. Still the, sounds fresh. I think yeah, the only song that sounds kind of dated. I I do think that first song, it 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 it, it doesn't sound it's it sounds like from the past and maybe not in a good way. But the, otherwise, it like yeah. nothing else I've heard. Mm. Uh, maybe Talking Heads. I yeah. I just which, know if it's like if it's just what? that guitar just rubs me the wrong way. It's kind of like Primus or something. I don't know. A little bit. But yeah, but I take your point. It, it, it'll, it'll either work for you or it won't. Mm-hmm. Um, or Oingo Boingo, to be honest with you. But listen, yeah. um, overall, I think I think it's it's it, 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 it not every song hits for me, but I think the ones that do are great. I'm and sure and there's, there's plenty that do. I wish there was more. Yes, I really do. I really do. <laughs> yeah, so it's the slightly more. slower ones. Again, there's like there's that song Wolves. Well, just... in my in my head, when I was listening to this mm. album in sequence on Spotify, yeah. I didn't think it was going to end after the city. Um, that that song, I I thought it was going to continue. I thought I had six more songs left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess you know, but looking back at it, eleven's eh, fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's you know, it's it's the album they made, and then, yeah. and then there's there's extra material around that. But yeah, there's just a few that don't that don't re grab me as much. But I still think it's, yeah, I still I think it's I very good. I kind of skip a few of them as well. But yeah, I I love it all. I love I love the craft that they put into all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're professionals. Look them up in the book. For sure. Yeah. Favorite track? Favorite track? Um, God, it changes so much. Um, I would say the creeps. Uh, the video good is really weird as well. Yeah. I, I love the visuals to that. Yeah, that's a good song. Um, I think I'll go flipping you the bird. Yes. Flip the bird. It's yes. a great song. Yeah, really, really good. Um, I'm gonna give it a seven. Yeah. Um, no, I give I give it an eight. Eight, really, yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah, eight. yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think that's I think I think that point. I kind of had a feeling. I think that point is is the it's just the fan the fan difference. I I like garbage, but you are you're a garbage. And fan. I'd say there are some albums you haven't listened to that you might really love. Um, yeah, hmm. what, what bleed bleed like me is that? What? Uh, no, I'd say uh, the second album. Okay, the, the last two they released. On, yeah. on the new side of things all uh, of them right you know alright okay cool I will uh, dig back into the garbage uh, bin <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. there's a pun lying there so, uh, somewhere thing. somewhere <laughs> turned into a dumpster fire um, that is No Gods No Masters by Garbage yes um, up next Ancient Dreams in a Modern Land I'm singing a lot this week uh, Marina Diamandis otherwise known as Marina the Diamonds are known on this album is Marina. Uh, Ancient Dreams in a Modern Land is her fifth studio album and the first since I would argue the almost career-killingly bad Love and Fear in 2019. I I, I, I haven't been as disappointed in an album as I as I was. Is that in why a long the diamonds time. are no more and it's just Marina? Yeah, it all came around the same time. So uh, I don't know if the two are related, but. Love and Fear was the record where she uh, she dropped the the and the diamonds, which never referred to a band. You know, it's, okay, okay. It, it was always just a name, a bit like the way Mike the Streets. It's just Mike Skinner. Marina the Diamonds is always just Marina Diamandis, but it's just a name. Um, but I suppose, all, in a similar way, maybe you've got a really personal 
connection to garbage. I have a really personal connection to marine okay, environments. Okay, that's where we're at the level we're like, talking. Okay. As in, as in, I was on board from from well, the second single pre the well, first see, I album. Have, I have a big connection with like, I don't know, Kate Bush, for example. Yeah. There's a good call. Yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a good call. I see that. Yeah, yeah. I see she, that Susie and the Banshee, Marina Diamond influence. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Stuff here. It all, it all, I'm it all feeds it. through. And what's nice about this, if is this, is this kind of the first album that you've really listened to? Uh, actively listen to, yes. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I've heard Marina Diamonds in the past. Yeah, I didn't actively go into the albums, but yeah. Yeah, this is actually a pretty good one to this one or or Fruit from 2015. Both okay. give a really good overview of her sound, and I think why why I'm going to be so positive about this is because I really genuinely thought that she had just become she'd just been sort of ground into the sort of sludge of the music industry in that the last record was just completely faceless I mean it really it felt so workshopped and auto-tuned and there was no personality to it um it was even even the lyrics which are, which had always been such a such a strong point of marina's music you know because she's all whether whether it works or not or whether it's clunky or not she's always been very wordy and very kind of uh, almost like literary in her lyrics and she she like makes sure that you understand what she's trying to get across where it was just platitudes and like cliches and just mm. shitty kind of dr seuss rhymes on the last record so to hear even from the very first opening track, right? Ancient, which is the title track, begins like fucking Doctor Who music. <laughs> and it actually has that. It has that, like, you don't have to be like anybody else. You do not have to conform. You don't have to, da, da, da. like, it's just, it's, she mashes so many words into it, but it works. It does kick the door down. And it right. kicks the door down and it's all fucking 80s and glam and queer and Sparkly. it's great. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it was such a breath of fresh air to me to hear that. I was like, okay, we're back on solid that's ground. Reassuring. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it was re- that's it. It was reassuring. And oh, then, it's yeah. full of personality off the bat. Yeah. So yeah. So I talked me through it. what was your experience with this? Exactly that. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah right. Yeah. I think the same as same as what you come to expect, except you had a more layered reaction. Mine, yeah. was, mine was unexpected completely. Because yeah. she began, you know, she began uh, like doing, you know, p- it was like piano and garage band in two thousand and six, two thousand and seven. Like it was always. For her, it was always songwriting, and then she just added things. You know, she added synthesizers, she added things, but but it felt like there was a really sort of strong songwriting personality at the center, and that had sort of been eroded away. So it's great to hear again. This album is all yeah. about songwriting. It is. It, yeah, personalities there. Yeah, um, like you hear the lyrics in Venus Flytrap. It's, it's full of attitude as yeah. well. Right, <laughs> yeah. some great kind of lines too. Attitude and like slap bass as well. Yes, it's funk. It's it's, it's highly. I didn't expect how highly funk it would be with the bass, but it is. It's not full on like pop electro, but it it yeah. it has it has big band funk as well. Yeah. It has it has it has organic drums and they just make such a huge difference. They sound absolutely ma- like massive all the way through the album. Swirly, chimey synths and the high pitched vocals remind me of Bush. Yeah, and it's, uh, Kate Bush. Kate Bush. You know, no, no, absolutely. And like, and 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 she's uh, always yeah. been compared to Florence Welch. Oh, yeah. uh, more, I think both have been compared to Kate Bush. Yeah, you know, there's there's the lineage. Yeah. The oh, there is, right? there is for sure. But oh. but I think she she absolutely has her own thing going on as well. Um and you know and I think like it, it just in those first few tracks you get so many different sides yeah Ancient Dreams in a Modern Land obviously like we said it's kind of got that like 80s cheese Venus Flytrap is kind of brings the funk Man's World is just such a yeah. brilliantly crafted yeah. kind of vocal I think that's it, it's so much attention paid to the to the like the melody line that she sings in that song very ABBA 
Yeah, yeah, very Abba. It's a great shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, and then, Purge the Poison comes in, like with so much of that the real kind of chaotic, quirky kind of early 2010s energy of her first two records and 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 all those great lines about you know Britney Spears in 2007 and like Harvey Weinstein gone to jail <laughs> like you know it's it's it's, it's, it's we didn't start to fire her personal it's, effort yeah it's like her own personal <laughs> it's like her own personal we didn't start to fire and and then you know like you say and, and all the, the Kate Bushes the you know the who do you think you are ha ha lots of which she would have done a huge amount of the first album if you it. listen to it is so there's, there's a magic to that kind of playfulness in the vocals what's it Ben Folds 5 or whatever it's oh got yeah, that, yeah it's got that kind of like quirkiness to it which I can sometimes find zany and annoying but for some reason when she does it I don't find it annoying Um, you know and then I think the second half is a little bit more it's restrained yeah. and a bit more ballady, mm-hmm. and at the, and I, I'm sort of at the start. I was a bit like, oh, I kind of want more of those like same up tempo songs. I was there too. Yeah, but 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 but, but they're actually really if, well done. They are if you if you part your mind part your mind a bit and just kind of treat it as its own separate element. Yeah, um, I enjoyed it a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think if you kind of you kind of tap into the the message of the songs, like flowers, for example, I think is. You know, it's really lovely because the piano is as good as she's ever been. Yeah. It's this very... album is a good vinyl, I would say. Yeah. Just to flip over and then you're on these slow, yeah. kind of ballady, um, very, very deeply personal side yeah. compared to the kind of almost the sociopolitical yeah, the... Left, uh, left side, no. <laughs> well, no, but it was A-side. quite lefty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, and she's always had like, I mean, I, 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 think, her, I think her politics has, has kind of shone through even even from the very start like a little bit more subtly but from from Electra Heart like there's a song called Sexia which is just such a visceral like I I just it just tackles like the overexposure of sex and porn and stuff like that in such a good way and and this album obviously like Purge the Poison just tackles everything New America America, especially that yeah is Uh, New America is you know it's just the the rot at the heart of American society which is something she's she's dealt with before but it's really good to hear like Every, everybody's personal take on it yeah oh yeah for sure um, and then Man's World was like misogyny and Jesus like what a fucking terrible job the patriarchy has done for society and like the planet and you know the environment and everything but uh, but then but Flowers as I say is just the kind of song that we can all relate to about a, you know, maybe a prior relationship that just went south kind of through inertia inertia yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and and you're like through problems not expected kind yeah. of just to happen stance and yeah just like letting oh, resentment kind of simmer and yeah yeah it, yeah yeah all can relate to that definitely yeah but you mentioned it might be a good vinyl album I think it's yeah. an interesting it sounds kind of 80s and it's yeah. got that kind of flair 70s almost it's got a, the, the two producers uh, I think play off each other really brilliantly because you've got Jennifer De Silvio, who we talked about probably most recently, she produced the Blocks record, oh, she, which she's also yeah, produced yeah, yeah. for Cherry Glazer and Baffer yeah. Lashes, and she's kind of got like an indie, yeah, yeah, indie see, grunge, yeah. But then the other producer is James Flanagan, and he's like super pop, like he did like Dua Lipa, and uh, he's he uh, wrote with like Codaline, and 
You hear that in Venus Flytrap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to shout this out as well. Sorry, he was a member of the Stiff Dillons. Uh, <laughs> if you don't know them, were the band in Angus Thongs and Perfect Snow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that mainly for a certain it's a deep, benefit. It's a deep cut, but <laughs> I, 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 I get that reference. <laughs> she's a big fan of those books. Um, and he was he was in that band. Um, so, yeah, so it, it's the, the, the production. Bring is, up Angus Thongs mm, on our podcast, but here we and are. And here we are. Um, but, yeah, but I, I, think, I think Jennifer Silvio really maybe nudges her in that direction of a surprising amount of guitar work which yes. you, which I never expected from her like, I, I didn't either because I didn't expect yeah <laughs> I just you know like I, 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 I love you I feel like I found a connection between nearly every single artist because there was a there was a middle eighth on one of the tracks in the garbage record that reminded me of Marina and yeah, then yeah, yeah. I love you but but I love me more I think has a little bit of garbage in it because it's it's got these big guitars. I'm surprised there's an inspiration. Yeah, um, there probably is. Yeah, she's got a she's got a very wide kind of palette. Yeah. Um, she obviously listens to Imogen Heap as well because the last forty seconds of Goodbye are just mm-hmm. the last forty that. seconds of Hide and Seek. I, I, I hear that. Hide and Seek. It's exactly. It's the still same. really good though. It's great. Yeah, it's great. I mean, if you, if you're going to rob, you might as well rob from yeah. Imogen Heap, but. but yeah, it's a quick it's a quick album. Yeah. When you get through when you get to it. Yeah. Thirty six minutes, ten songs. Yeah. yeah. I think the only thing that lets it down really is um is Pandora's box. Oh uh, yeah. I wasn't you keen on New America's chorus? Oh really? Yeah. 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 Do you know you you're probably right. I, I, I really like New America. I love the pizzicato strings and some of the lyrics are great, you know. I love the intent. The intent right. and the intensity of it. But it, it, the chorus could 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 go do a bit more, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 It's very Taylor Swifty. Um, maybe not in the best way, but yeah. okay. No, interesting. Okay. To a point. Yeah. And um, yeah, it, it probably has a little bit of a saggy middle then, because I think highly emotional people. While I really like it, and it's got some great harmonies, but I, I think you got so it's on such a high yeah. from the first track to Purge the Poison, and I think it ends. It's not in the same gear. It's such a great song craft those last three. Yeah. The middle There is. Let's it the middle seven minutes or so just kinda lets it down a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um like personally for me, I find it so hard to like like do the double side the two two side album but not have it as a double album. Okay. Like, um I feel like they're wasting so much potential. Mm. Um I, I, I'd honestly go go for like the acoustic stuff for a second CD mm. and then the first CD would be 10 of the stuff that sounds like the first half of this yeah uh, I don't know if more is always better maybe but there was songs that existed that are on the chapter room floor that are totally that maybe yeah. this is what the producers wanted right maybe yeah maybe I, I think it's a nicely balanced album so but I could probably do with say replacing Pandora's Box with another like high octane track that's the, I, think, I think that would turn this from a here we go an 8 which it is Two and nine. If, yeah. if there was one more, if I wish killer this, track, in the yeah. Middle. If I wish this ended on a track that was like the first song, like a, yeah. Like here we are back at the start, but yeah. with some of the stuff we learned from the second, yeah, half classically. Because that first track, I, I, I'm pretty sure it does an odd, mod, a really odd but really catchy modulation. Yeah, in the middle. It, it's the Kate Bush kind of modulation. I kind of <laughs> yeah, very bizarre yeah. and kooky. Like you know, that goes from like I don't want to be with anybody else to like. Then it, <laughs> then it does the like. Uh, uh, <laughs> which is such a weird I, I threw me for a loop the first time but after that first time 
totally catchy. Mm. Um, it's yeah. worth it. The weirdness was worth it. I think. So it, I think it, do not. it's a it's a it's a fourth modulation. I think it, mm-hmm. it is. But yes. yeah, um, great stuff. Yeah, and it, and it draws from all areas of her career though, which is nice That's to cool. hear. I'm I'm sold. I'm on I'm on Sweet. the train now. Delighted to hear, man. Uh, Venus Flytrap's my fave. Yeah, boy. Um, seven. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'll take. Oh God, I really like it all. Um, I'll take Man's World. It's not on. <laughs> <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> there, it's on. <laughs> Was that that's your best read impression? Yeah. With the uh, automaton. Automaton, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember the name. All right, uh, good stuff. Very, very good indeed. And um, great to hear Marina back on form with ancient dreams in a modern land. Okay, uh, that brings us to who else? Danny Elfman. All right, Danny Elfman. Danny Eleven Man. <laughs> Oh, we're about to have opinions. Okay, let's do it. Uh, big, big, we are. Big Mess is the second studio album, well, second solo album. He's had thirty years, thirty-five years within the. Yeah. He's not a newcomer to the scene. Um, from the Los Angeles uh, sort of. What would, what in genre were on the phone? They were like. Uh, dead man party pop. I don't. Know. <laughs> well, like. Uh, Scat punk, yeah, a la madness, yes, to an extent, yep. Um, getting early on, yep, yep. Then it started to get kind of eighties. Um, still keeping kind of a bit of the ska, but going the way that um, Tears for Fears kind of did. Mm. Um, then they ended on a album in the nineties that sounded more close to the light hard rock from the nineties. Right. Um, there was kind of a. Um, not too far from this. Okay, you know not, that's what people have been saying. I actually never listened. That, that end that, album is closer to this than it was Oingo Boingo's career. Yes. So yeah. even though it's been fucking 20, 26 years since that album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Boingo, I believe it was called Boingo. Yeah, the last one. How did they did a baby a on the great cover of Eye of the Walrus on that album? Oh, great nice. cover, okay. and it's like in the middle of the album. It's, Fuck okay. it. Um, no, I, I actually think I did listen to it once. I, was, I think I enjoyed it. But, you know, in, in the meantime, you, you might you might have heard of some of the, the sort of pieces of music he's worked on. You know, for example, the theme to The Simpsons. <laughs> um, you know, the soundtracks from Spider-Man, Hulk, Men in Black, Nightmare Before Christmas, you know, Alice in Wonderland. Uh, you can name a few more. He did uh, Avengers. Uh, he's done fucking... Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Um, did he do Sweeney Todd? Yeah. He did Nightmare Before Christmas, but everything I don't think he did Everything with Tim Todd. Burton. Almost everything with Tim Burton. I think almost done. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I had hands. You know, he, uh, you know, nearly everything with Tim Burton, and he's done a ton of Marvel. The voice of Jack Skellington. Oh, is he? Literally the voice. of Jack Okay, Skellington. there you go. Yes. All right. So um, if you have that in the back of your head for anything he sings. It's it, it bumps it up a notch. And can I make a confession? I've never seen Night Before Christmas. Oh, I know. I know. How can I, I call myself an Blu-ray emo? Here, I can give you. A- <laughs> it's a fucking good musical. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. The best. Oh musical I know right. it just is it just is um, it totally has a vibe I do I yeah um, I'd say I probably I'd say Sweet Todd's probably my favourite yeah. he did the Batman theme he did he the did fucking Batman theme yep. you could end your career on that you could and be happy <laughs> but he, he he wasn't um, and he really really wasn't when he wrote when he <laughs> when he recorded this um, hour 12 minute Goliath so 18 tracks and it was, it, I believe it was all sort of done in the mm-hmm. depths of lockdown. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Some very sort. reflective of a of a chaotic yeah, I mean, mental state. Uh, yeah, like everybody.
body, right? Oh yeah. Just you know, you happen to be Danny Elfman, so you bring it out in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> a more frank you way. Get, you get um, orchestras to, this to is, sort of this is kind of like you know, I you know, I'm gonna be fucking weird on this and you're <laughs> gonna get exactly what you expect if you know me. Um which Dylan, even, I, the, even the people who knew him kinda were like, Whoa <laughs> But you know, that's 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 a plus to do whatever the fuck he wants kind of thing that I admire. Um kind of lyrically being fucking weird. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Just just all all around the board, just doing it his own way is, is what I get from this album instantly. Mm. And that's that's a plus. Um, I think he would... Uh, I read that he, he would sit people... Yeah, he was... He doesn't collaborate often. So this, no. this is also a first for collaborating yep. fully. Drummer and orchestra. Yeah, or guitarists people. and all that stuff. I think when he was shopping this album around, he would, he would always play Sorry first. And then just mm-hmm. delight in the looks of horror on I, people's faces. I get that. That sells it. Truly <laughs> really sells it. Combines his love of hard rock yep. to um, his love of what he did in his last career, yep. which is orchestral stuff. Yep. Right? Um, yep. mm-hmm. I think where we're going to differ on this is I think you have a real love of maximalism. And no, wait, and what, I do you, think, what do you mean? How, 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 I think, I think sometimes for you, more is more. And I think part of some of the things that we disagreed on well I I, not necessarily when it came to I'm overwhelmed by this album as well depending on my mood oh yeah of course and song absolutely they're all not the same song they're all not the same song no definitely not you can pick and choose is the the, the thing to have on (laughs) on this uh, um, uh, I guess I guess schizophrenic would be an apt name maybe it's not a bad not not a, uh, description it is you know it's 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 quite all over i think part of yeah. the reason why why you were why i liked empath by devon townsend but why you loved it i think it just speaks to a fundamental kind of difference <laughs> in the way that we listen to music i listen to insane stuff yeah you do too but i i i you know but sometimes 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 more is more and sometimes more is less but yeah. listen you know that's i'm not going to be too negative with this but no. i will say I that know, like, i know you probably have stuff to enjoy on this that you haven't mentioned yet yeah there, there's some stuff to enjoy for sure but i will say right off the bat even though i really loved dead man's party when we covered it because we did we did dead man's party yeah i, I should have said is that something you're expecting i should warn you first uh, even though we have an Oingo Boingo song on here insects although it's very much updated um to the to sort of 2021 good, good observation yeah the, the the critical thing for me on this is I don't love his voice, which well I can disprove that. You can disprove it. You, I can I can <laughs> dis, I can disprove it being it's objectively a good voice. It's just his delivery is odd. It's re, he's got a really good deep timbre to his um. Yeah, he does a little bit of a vampire croon if, at if, times. If if you're if you're a fan of um some somewhere stuck between um. I guess <laughs> the musicality craziness of of um, Tom Waits. Okay. And on the far spectrum of that is Devin Townsend. Yeah. Frank Zappa in the middle. Yep. Um, David Bowie. Over yeah, here. Yeah, a bit of David Bowie. Um, I think the thing is, I think he's he's doing Devin Townsend esque things, but I don't think he actually has the range. But listen, there's no point in me talking about. He, I don't know. think he's going for that. Well, he's doing quite a bit of the like. He's doing quite a bit of the like going for the orchestral kind of. There's a lot of glissando. There's a lot of. It's a bit of spoken word in the Henry Rollins. A lot style. of spoken um, word stuff. Yep. Um, which I love Henry Rollins, so I'm like all all about 
you know, just kind of raising your yeah. tone as opposed to singing sometimes. Yeah. He does, you know, he does half and half on this. Yeah. Um, yeah, about half and half, yeah. But yeah, his delivery is requires adjustment. Um, it's such a hard thing to get into. Hit not, me with your highlights. Not for everybody. Hit me with your highlights. Um, everything. Uh, <laughs> what kind of song are we talking about? Okay. Uh, what highlight for what type of song? Okay, highlight for uh, the kind of more metal inspired stuff. <laughs> um, of which there's quite a bit. Uh, better Times. Okay. It's got a really cool Metallica meets Tool sort of thing to this. Almost Dream Theater um, kind of Really cool thing. Down. He was listening to this album um, uh, or like, not listen to the album. His inspiration mm. was um during this moment, during the three day period, which he had to finish off this thirty five year old project of a tattoo he has, oh. which you kind of see in the album. Cover. Yeah, 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 really fantastic tattoo. But um, he like quarantined with his tattoo artist and did like three days straight of finishing that tattoo. Oh wow! Okay. And all he listened to was um Tools Fear Inoculum. Oh, interesting. And he loves that album to death. Me so too. Me too. I totally understand. Where like how that drills into your mind to get it kind of oh, in this album and the guitaring the guitaring is kind of there right because I, I heard the drums I, kind of with the, it's, it's a lot yeah yeah no Something I actually just, heard a lot of Tool on that track there's, um, there's an air of it here uh, it's 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 towards the start in time I actually quite a bit of yeah. quite a bit of Tool yeah, yeah. on that yeah it's got that eastern kind of violin percussion yeah. type type thing um, and that's where it gets kind of very Peter Murphy-esque as well mm-hmm. uh, yeah, from Bauhaus his solo stuff kind of went to that oh, creepy yeah. element of music okay. bit, a bit of um, uh, David um, Sylvian as well yeah I can hear um, I can hear for sure okay um, yeah, uh, fair as far as like the crazy stuff goes yeah plenty of it yeah. um, a lot of this album is making you feel uncomfortable yep um, visually uh the videos are incredible. Like, like I'm a man for my mm. uh, visuals. And yes, he lends pretty well to this. Uh, I guess happy is there. It's very happy musical. is very nightmare before Christmas. Very CBBS on ketamine or something. Yeah, and it gets this weird kind of uh, Frank Zappa kind of uh, pre-chorus to it. It splits yeah. it up quite well. It's not my favorite on the album at all, but it's, it just happens to be a fun crazy one sort of Nightwish meets Electropunk <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it's a weird one but um I, I actually really like Insects yeah I, I somehow really do I just love the craft of of connecting maddening things and then like yeah surfing off it back into Oingo Boingo territory have and you heard right the... back to Metallica chords yeah yeah, yeah yeah have you heard the original uh do you oh, know the original of Insects I think so I Prefer the original, but Insects is one of my favorites on this because that moment where it's like dance, like that is one of the few yeah, moments fun of fun, of actual kind of like joyfulness on the record. I think there's joy to be found in this in a kick-ass metal way. Um, yeah, like as as I said, you know, uh, uh, better times, the mm. intelligence crew comp composition, uh, yeah, yeah, some like real powerful emotional bit of positive stuff kind of very melancholy and yeah. it's a very it's the most personal album I think he's ever done um, he used to mm. I think he used to write a lot more in the third person right about moments and um, this is very you know socio-political as well oh it's, yeah you know loving the time of COVID um, <laughs> it's a bit creepy it is it, it's he's weird. talking about like what is this like I want to zoom me at zoom me at midnight yeah it's it's people dealing with sexual frustration in, in yeah. COVID that's a topic that I haven't heard before yet 
in uh, post-COVID music. And here's it. Yeah, here's a, here it's, it's an album of you know we. It's it's such a lockdown album. It's uh, like it was putting me in the mind frame of sort of you know of like May June Just, 2020. And I was like, oh god. Oh, yeah, there, there is <laughs> there is distress to this. It stresses me out. I like, but uh, but I, it also chills me out. No, my no, god, it doesn't chill me out. It, it truly does. Um, no, <laughs> because you go, you go through stuff with um, true dance with the lemurs. Um, uh, oh, let's see. Uh, uh, there's a, there's a, there's, yeah, I know. There's, there's, there's another there's one towards the end. There's ones that really are, are chill in that kind of um, Nick Cave, Tom Waitsy kind of way. Yeah. Uh, Nick Cave in the Bad Seas is, is a good call, actually. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, would I reckon so. There's, there's bits of Native Intelligence that I quite like. Um, yeah. Particularly the verse and the pre-chorus I think are really good. And they're quite quite restrained and straightforward by the comparison yeah, to the rest of the that's record. That's the thing. It's just odd choices of chord structures that are 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 like not extremely catchy. Yeah, but they're just between catchy uh, in the guitars and his vocals being mm. uh, an odd kind of uh, delivery. Yeah, I think that's what I can see. Maybe a bit, bit abrasive for you to latch onto, but for me, yeah. I, I quite like that. No, I get, um, I get it. Yeah, it's it's an it's very it's 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 really have to just get into the heavy atmosphere. Atmos- it's, it's, it is a very heavily atmospheric because album. it's in terms of um, song structure and even like chord progression. It's, it's not really much in the way of hooks. Like you will say things over and over yeah, and over, it's, it's but not, not really hooky. hooks. Um, it, yeah, it, that's the that's the punk rock edge to this. Yeah. Um, a la Henry Rollins yeah. Um, yeah and this is chamber punk this is his self-proclaimed chamber punk style um, that I believe he wanted to kind of do um, a huge thing um, he, I think he wanted to do like a 10 minute version of Sorry during what was going to be his Coachella performance in 2020 okay. before all this happened all this happened yeah and it, that was going to be the start of his whole section of his career yeah um, and that was going to be this is chamber punk so yeah, yeah. orchestra mixed with rock yeah, in his style. So both half of his career, yeah. shoves into one blender and just doesn't stop spinning. Um, I will say that the chamber part, that the orchestrations and the arrangements are excellent, phenomenal. That's why I'm one viciously trying to hunt this down on vinyl um, yeah. because it sounds just beautiful, just fucking beautiful, insane. Yeah. But even during the insanity, everything is so. Um, precise and picked out and it reminds me a lot of um, the uh, you know, remember Giraffe Tongue Orchestra yep there's yep. an element of the the rock they brought to their okay there's a strange element of rock there um, that kind of this lends with as well yep um, but this is orchestral stuff as well that is like very reminiscent of his career yeah as much as he may deny it which I don't think he is um, uh, you couldn't uh, you couldn't it's, you couldn't deny it's on his sleeve right that's what he always does yeah the orchestrations are very much what like what he's been doing for the last 30 years yeah Danny Elfman um, type score music but but they're great yeah and there's, there's one there was one song that I was like oh please just just stick to doing that um, everybody, it was actually, lo- everybody no, loves you everybody loves you interestingly enough I thought the drums were the highlight in that one yes but yeah a lot of the drums are I don't know who does the drums but um great drummer not uh, sure no it was love in the time of COVID that kind of begins with a really great little bit of orchestration and then guitar comes in and I'm a little bit less really? hot on it but yeah I I actually it's, don't it's an, it's an odd one it, it is they're all odd <laughs> they're all very odd it's a very odd album We Belong is a good one actually uh, Choose Your Side I get I get something from each song and that's yeah. crazy considering there's 18 songs there is um, 
There is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I think he, 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 that, um, his label was like, why not trim this down a bit? And he was like, mm. like, like, just take away the side A or side D. Yeah. Uh, just one CD. And he was like, I might not want to do this again in two years. So mm. there's all the songs. Instead yeah, yeah, of, like, yeah, yeah. I can admire that totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, if your career is so, um, like, like I'm going to do this, I'm going to try that. And mm-hmm. um, this is his first time attempting this. That's yeah. a, a really admirable thing to do. Um, and, and not sacrifice the songs that you may not ever want to show again. Yeah. This is the moment. Um, and I enjoy that. And I enjoyed that effort quite a bit. I appreciate that he's he's just expressing. I, I, I kind of like, listen, I, I, I appreciate that he's like, he's got still got a fire in the belly. It's a serious fire for... Someone in their late sixties. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like it is. It is. It's yeah. But think yeah. I just I personally found it very hard to listen to, and I and I found it. Okay. I found myself dreading it because not just because <laughs> because I, of the times. Because of the times. <laughs> it's so weird considering how much you loved the Nine Inch Nails album. Yeah. You come back to that. I guess that's a different. That's a kettle different of fish. kettle of fish. It's a very different kettle of fish. This felt like listening to every like negative thought that was firing through synapses at that time that's your own mind's problem yeah. I don't think that's the music's fault well also it's the fact that there's a guy going like cool and sit you like he's so zany it's too it's too zany for me it's too zany it's very Animaniacs yes I'm like you know it's not my sense of humour but that's okay listen I get that this has its fans it's just I and I knew that you would love this well, I, that part is very weird for me as well. But I love, yeah, you know, I love how Frankie is with with just you know the idea of celebrity being a bullshit thing and just things like that song. Yeah, I'm talking about. Get yeah, over yeah, it. yeah. Um, as as hard as it is to get through, because I love the chiller stuff more in this album. Don't get me wrong, I, I do. Yeah. Um, but I love how insane and Frankie is with his political statements in this. Yeah. Um, if I could get along with his voice a, a bit he's better, he's a really good wordsmith as well. He is a really good wordsmith. He's just kind of odd. It's it's it's. I don't know. I don't even know if I love the lyrics. I do. I really do. He has a nice choice of words. Yeah. Um, that I wouldn't even think of, man. He's just, he he's a mad genius. Some of so them, yeah. Some of the songs get with. that are a bit less literal. There's a few songs that are very literal, but there's yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know, like like. It's personal, so he's, he's yeah. Some, some of these will be like, "What does that mean?" Like, choose your side, for example. I mean, you know, the, like, "Give me sword and shield" by Ken Andrews. Any day is all I'll say, but it's a very much like a Trump. No, choose your side is great. Um, yeah. that's a great one uh, in that vein of of a uh, sword and mm. shield. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Listen, you know, it, 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 I, 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 I get it, but I, I don't get it. But that's okay. Yeah, like a lot of this album, funnily enough, I can really chill out to. Um, oh my god! And we have. Me and my dad have chilled out in the back of this album. No. Yes, we literally have. <laughs> like fucking, it's just a lot of these songs are kind of like that low tempo, kind oh, of wow. weird Nick Caveiness that is just if you're a fan of that stuff is there. Like wow, fucking, in it, music is wild, man. There is stuff. There, yeah. there is a lot of stuff here that's kind of like. Especially the first half that is not as insane as stuff you might experience in the second half. Yeah. there's. It's not all double tempo. I think no, there's only, no, no, no. Not really. A couple it, songs. No, no, yeah, there's more. Love there is. COVID is kind of fast. There is stuff on it that's kind of more rock or, you know, or, or like alternative rocky. It, 
na- native uh, what's that one um native intelligence is another is one and and uh uh, serious ground is another serious kind ground, of that's lemurs yeah everybody I, loves you it's got kind of yeah. a kind of a mid and it's got a groove to it that i love um mm. the, the grooves in this album are great yep um so when they hit which is a lot in the first half sorry my voice is getting a little sore that's all right um yeah i it's we're recording late here folks yeah um listen i i i yeah, album, take your point but you know album two halves i guess yeah um I'm glad you tackled it. You know, I didn't expect yeah. you to love it. Um, I didn't expect <laughs> myself to love it. You know, I heard Happy the first time. I was like, yeah. this is going to be fun, but hard to get with. And then I got through like the first six songs. And I'm like, this is really like a different kind of genius that I haven't <laughs> quite ever tackled in my history of tackling music. Yeah, it's I think very Nick, odd. Nick Cave has done some of this confrontational stuff. In his career, with the birthday party and, and, mm. and some of the earlier uh, Nick Cave albums, but I haven't heard this kind of stuff. In maybe Devin would be the closest. Yeah, De- um, yeah, Devin is. Devin I hope is Devin the Townsend listen to this. I hope he's listened to this album. I kind of don't because it's not this kind of stuff. That I, this this is the stuff that I least like that that Devin Townsend does is that kind of like wacky carnival it's like fine. operatic stuff but it's listen fine. it's fine it's, you. it's fine that, those elements are not for you I'm glad you took some elements that you do yeah. love slash like slash <laughs> deal with in this yeah yeah yeah, I can appreciate. Look, I can appreciate the musicianship on display. Yeah, it's a it's it's an approach to songwriting thing, and that's okay. So yeah. so what what is your favorite track? Um, once again, much like the garbage album, mm. it changes so much. Yeah, because you have so much on your plate to choose from here. Um, uh, I would say, can I have two favorites? Of course you can. Uh, <laughs> Dance with the Lemurs is my favorite chill song because mm. that's got such a kind of kind of saunter to it yeah like it's really yeah. really really fun yeah uh, good stream and uh fucking better times it's right. such a riff it's such a I love when <laughs> he gets metal with this yeah uh, and I know you do as well just the, the guitar work is great he's, he's a great guitarist mm-hmm. in any genre so alright he's not a he's not a riff master but you know he's not a self-proclaimed riff master but I think he's, he's got he's got the chops well definitely it's it's much more like when it actually when it goes kind of metal or rock or whatever you want to call it like it actually you know the tone and everything is like something that you would hear on a on an album in this genre which isn't something I was expecting this listen, this album is called Big Mess yeah exactly what it says the tin self-proclaimed he yeah. knows what yeah people may or may not like about it what's your uh, sorry uh, what would you give it a 10 uh 10 it's 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 its own weird ass masterpiece it just is it's so kind of <laughs> abrasive and odd and it, it, it it's the first thing this year that has took me by surprise in both negative and positive ways um a lot of this i don't like a lot of this i really love <laughs> and some of the stuff i really don't like i love because i don't like it if that yeah yeah, yeah 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 like yeah. the stuff that is making you feel alert and alarmed in the time where you just want to recover from COVID. Right, right, right. I'm right, like, right. I love it. It's, it, it's kind of, it gets under my skin in a, yeah. in a way, in a very kind of movie-esque way, okay. Henry Selleck kind of, gives me the heebie-jeebies, but I love it. I love it, dude. I'm, oh uh, uh, man, there you go. That's a, that's a 10. As, as a huge Elfman. Yeah. Connoisseur. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Um, through my whole life. 
fucking uh, Nightmare Before Christmas on VCR over there yep. or on tape somewhere uh, yeah I, I owe a lot of my imagination to his he appreciated brain. the opportunity to climb inside yeah. his noggin and just hearing fucking Jack Skeleton singing ridiculous shit that's the image I have in my head I'm like I'm all for this wacky wacky ride give us a five already or something (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will take my I think I'll take uh, what is uh, wondering what are you devil take away I can't actually remember what that song is it's got it's got a a nice chorus Uh, I I quite like that one oh I do that's a lovely chorus actually some sweet moments in this as well in a very bizarre way but there are there's a bit of heart it's a personal thing. I, I, this is great because I think. <clears throat> sorry. I think I. We. I'm just trying to think. The Calvin album. I think we had, we had, we had a differential of five. I think that was. I think that was like. Seven and two. I think we might have a new record on our hands. Mm. I think we might have a new. Uh, gap score gap record. I I I I. I can't I just for me this is a four okay so there you I'm go glad, I'm glad you like four of the ten things yeah like, well no it's, it's mostly that's mostly like you know, me appreciating it from an objective perspective from, from a one onwards it builds yeah. the shitness builds yeah so you're like four of the <laughs> ten four of the ten possible things you enjoy yeah that, that's the, uh, the, the, uh, the Japanese logic Sure. It's, it's it, yeah. I explain it. They they rank restaurants on one to five. Oh right. Okay. Uh, the same as us, but like, all of that's good. Yeah. Good starts at one. Right. And right. then it quality goes up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm a harsh market the best times, but fortunately, yes. But but it's it's. I'll it's, still love this no matter what. Oh, the drummer. The drummer is Josh Freeze. Oh yeah. He's worked with Devo, Weezer, The Vandals, Nine Inch Nails, ah, especially okay. Guns and Roses. Um, yeah, job. yeah, that's yeah one of my favorite drummers. So there you go. That's why. Yeah, there you go. So folks, there you go. If you ever, if ever an album was to illustrate the differences, there you go. That's it's Big Mess by Danny Elfman. So now, really and truly, you will decide decide if you're Don or a Dylan. Go listen to that album. Decide for yourself. Um, a Danny Elfman Big Mess. Always an interesting conversation. I already know like four people who love this album. Good. So much more than you said. Good. <laughs> Consensus. Matt. Uh, Jury, jury's out on this one. No dude. disrespect to Danny Elfman. I didn't love this, but the man has made, I mean, Hulk, even though the movie's shit, one of my favorite movie soundtracks of all time. I think, I think he's a genius. Um, yeah, go watch Nightmare for Christmas. I should do Come that. On, man. I should do that. It's such a good I'm also uh, eight seasons into The Simpsons. We're watching that from the start as well, but uh, that's 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 big. I knew that was going to be an interesting conversation. You owe your childhood to this man. I do. Technically, um, I do. Speaking of, <laughs> yes, actually, uh, another long-awaited second solo album. This time from Jim Ward. Uh, the album's called Daggers, and this is Jim Ward, who you might remember from At the Drive-In and Sparta. I certainly do. <laughs> I'm it's been a while it's been a I mean, while it technically has it's only been a year technically um, yeah this feeling I get from mm. this particular musical outing yeah this feeling hasn't been felt for a while well we well, we, talk, we spoke about Trust the River by Sparta and I think you and I both agreed we wanted a little something else well yeah we wanted a little something something, something. and while I liked there's lots of songs that I liked on that album I, I was a bit like why why are they only why is it single tracked guitar you know why are there so many sort of blue collar kind of heartland rock songs and, and these kind of ballady type things and 
stuff that I and there's Danny Elfman <laughs> smiling, he's smiling re- at me he's reacting to you but yes <gasps> uh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> chills down my spine but no but you know I think we sort of felt like yeah. huh interesting this maybe should have been a Jim Ward solo album and lo and behold I saw that there was a Jim Ward Jim Ward solo album actually coming out like a year later and sort of thought well, what's this going to be? Is this going to be more Trust the Rivery than Trust the River? Is it going to be like his country stuff? Or is it going to be his country stuff? Or is it going to be like one of those kind of, let's be honest, super boring, like one man and acoustic guitar type, which apparently was what is, I didn't actually ever listen to it. So sorry, Jim, it might be good. But, you know, I think the first one was that, like very much sort of like one yes. man and acoustic guitar. And the album begins on day by day with one man and an acoustic guitar. And I was like, huh, what? Huh? Is that what this is going to be? And then all of a sudden, fucking there's the band and they crash in and there's guitar in both ears and I was like oh my god it's it's Jim Ward and like and like a band fuck and that's what this album is it's big it's big it sounds very big big. it's it's fucking a lot of ripping a lot of ripping and roaring it's Ben from Incubus and Tucker from Thursday on bass and drums oh my god yeah. and then Jim Ward that's a cool mix it's the Jim Ward trio well he's he was like I'm not calling it the Jim Ward trio because you know I want everyone to like this is me but it's, I, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very nostalgic nostalgic yet new mix yeah there's a different kind of feeling I get yeah but absolutely Jim's guitaring yeah. and, and singing is, is back to a, a, a level we haven't hit with the Sparta album I yeah think. I mean it, it's most similar I mean, to it, it, whatever th- yeah. whatever the music needs to lend itself to mm. lyric vocally uh, he'll lend his voice to perfectly like, yeah. no no, uh, no I'm not digging on the Sparta album at all his voice worked well with the songs yeah. but I think his wheelhouse is much more suited to this yeah I mean, it's yeah it's it's great it's great to hear him just let rip I mean there's a song on this which is like a proper just punk banger I think it's the one that has um, Shauna from War on Women uh, it's uh, I got a secret I mean like that sounds like kind of like I mean I'm not a big punk guy but like No Effects or, or Turnstile or yeah, something no it's effects. so Completely. fast and she just sounds great in it I think yeah. he lets a massive scream out towards the end I was he, like yeah there's Jim Ward he does and I can yeah. tell on the mixer he's lowered like a decibel or two yeah. because that was probably so insane to capture yeah without it crackling up yeah yeah um, it's totally there it's totally at the drive yeah oh yeah Insanity. for sure for sure for sure uh, yeah it's great to hear I mean there's lots of I mean lots of Sparta energy um, on you know tracks like Blink, Blink Twice I mean Electric Life um, I know. Paper Fish I'm such a sucker for those picked chords high on the fretboard that's um, oh yeah very uh, failure-esque there is a lot of there's a lot of Ken Andrews kind of feeling stuff in this yeah. right yeah I mean there's a song called Keep On Failure that cannot be a coincidence that's the most failure song yeah yeah it is it, so spacey it, 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 it's, it's got that weird modal bittersweet chorus yeah hmm. it's lovely and that that song actually is Adria who, who was on Spirit Away which I thought was a bit of a wasted opportunity on the last track yeah. but she sounded awesome and yeah. And, and and but I just didn't think the song was quite up to scratch whereas I feel like the two voices blend oh. really well together and the song is great yes so that works really well <laughs> it really really gives it a higher energy so yeah. you've got multiple things to enjoy yeah I think that was, that was a cat probably yeah <laughs> keep talking I'm going to let the cat in we're going to let the cat in Um you know yeah that's definitely a cat another thing as well to note is I that um, don't edit this out <laughs> Dylan I'm gonna vamp I, I, I'm I, not doing any extra editing alright because I need to uh, 
<laughs> Dylan's run off. <laughs> um, one, I'll just fill you in now while Dylan comes back. That's okay. Um, <laughs> I like it. Sometimes I like hearing stuff like this on podcasts. Yeah. Is the cat okay? Yeah, he's out in the rain. Oh, oh, he was screaming because he's in the rain. Yeah. That makes sense. Now, one thing I was going to say was um, uh, Gabrielle from Sparta is on two of the tracks. Yes. Uh, yes. Which one's Poly- Polygraph Attack and uh, King Yourself, the last track. Oh yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Which is a which is a really cool fucking snare build up thing in the chorus. Yeah. Um, probably one of my favorite moment of the record is is that chorus that when karma comes around on safe safe pair of hands. It's yeah, just yeah, yeah. so huge. Um, it yeah, it's it's it's. I think the production it's very rough around the edges. I think it's sound self produced. It does. But there are still moments where it has that sheen and sparkle that it needs. Yeah, there's flashes of it. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it, it definitely is. It's, it's got the pummeling drums that you yeah. hear with, like, a secret. Yeah. Especially, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, you know, the, like, Foreign Currency, I think, is probably the closest to what he was doing on Trust the River, but still manages to bring out a bit more Sparta yeah, in the chorus I still enjoy it more yeah, I mean, oddly yeah. enough yeah, yeah, don't yeah. know how but <laughs> somewhat on a different level well there's still like, Class Blue and, and Miracle and, and a, maybe one or two others I still thought were great and, and then I thought I thought Cats I, I think basically with this production uh-huh. Cat Scream and Graveyard Luck off the last one would have sounded so much better with, yeah. with, with an actual rock production instead of the kind of so, weird, so when was this recorded where was this recorded uh, or when was this recorded? Uh, I think like in his house recently. So after Sparta. Oh, way after Sparta. The Sparta album was recorded way pre-lockdown. Mm. Yeah, yeah, this this mm. this this is like a this is a this is very much like a COVID project. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah, and I think you can hear. I I think there's some odd like there's a, at the end of Paper Fish, which I just think is one of the best songs I've heard from Jim Ward in a long, long, long time. I'm still stuck on the choice to not have this as a solo album and. The Sparta have, have this as a Sparta album, <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. really does feel like Sparta music, for yeah, like, yeah, for yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, a lot of the, the, the kind of the first yeah. few songs, right? Uh, yeah, that it's an electric life. I mean, that's so so Sparta, yeah. you know. It, I think it actually reminds me of a particular Sparta song, yeah, but I didn't yeah. have the time to like yeah. figure out which one it was, but yeah, yeah, like even the. It's got the like loads of those kind of like Jim Ward typical like the roars the L's. the roars the blink twice yeah. if you're alright mm-hmm. he he loves doing that that drop in a lot of his and yeah. we we, we, uh, we even brought it up on the review of Fiddlehead recently where that like Eternal You has that Eternal You he's, and he's, I've seen people got, on AMAs got, be like guys you do realise that song sounds just like Sparta and I, Pat the singer wasn't on the AMA but the guitarists were like I, I actually don't know Sparta but if if, <laughs> if it sounds like it, it's a coincidence but I know the vocalist Pat definitely was, was inspired yeah. by Jim Ward there yeah. but yeah you're right it's it's great to hear it is it really is mm. um, happy with it uh, yeah god what else, what else to it um, yeah so Safe Her Hands was an interesting one as well oh right? I love that yeah yeah it's mm. so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, there's not much to say. That's the thing, right? It's half an hour. Yeah. And it 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 doesn't. The one thing that it doesn't have is it doesn't have that really that kind of like really tight kind of polished sound. That that's the only thing. It's the only thing it doesn't have that the, the Sparta albums have because because obviously they were like big budget, mm-hmm. like sort of externally produced, 
like albums that were made with an a, a band like this 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 was this was files going back and forth between friends and and the guys that played on this album did a great job but um you know it it it, it isn't a Sparta album i think if you put the Sparta name on it i think we'd still say it's definitely closer but it's not it doesn't say like the natural follow up to me to to something like threes but is it good yeah <laughs> it is really good yeah. it's a bit like the difference between a strawberry girls album and a um, Zachary Garan album. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can yeah. listen to Zachary Garan albums and go, okay, this sounds like it was recorded at home. The songwriting is great. It's definitely him. Mm-hmm. I really love this. You know, and that's the same thing with this. I'm like, I don't, it's not really Sparta, but it's mm-hmm. obviously the same guy from Sparta. Yeah. Bit rough around the edges, but the songs are great. And I love it. I do too. What more could you ask for? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to be picky about it. I'm not, I can't. I yeah. I can't. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, just I love when it gets heavy, dude. Mm. I love hearing mm. that heaviness still, still hit. Yeah, yeah. Because he can, he can still, he can still do it. Yeah. And he actually, he was saying that when he goes on tour, he's really excited because he, he's like anything, anything that I've ever sung on is fair game. He's like, I will play out the driving songs. I'll play Sparta songs. I'll play sleeper car songs. I'll Jesus play solo Christ. songs. He's like, I will be playing a set list from my entire career. Just, it's just like to see Devin that, does, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just anything. Just to see that would be yeah, because he'll play strapping stuff. And, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be yeah wonderful. I would mm-hmm. love to see Jim Warden concert. But anyway, um, what's your favorite track? Favorite track? Uh, geez. Uh, mm, keep on failure. Keep on failure. Yeah, it's a good song. Um, I think I just love Paper Fish. I do. Too. I really love Paper Fish. I just think it's. It's just it's sparkle to it. It's got that guitar. lovely sentiment in the lyric as well. It's so simple, but you know, really positive message and the guitar that I love that yeah. stuff. Sucker for that. Mm. Great stuff. Oh, it's a joy. It's a joy. Eight out of ten for me. Yeah, it's an eight. It's an eight. It's an eight. I love this. Tomorrow morning first time I was a little bit like a little underwhelmed. Yeah. But then I grew to realise these are really catchy songs. Yeah. Yeah, they sink in. They sink in. They do for sure, and yeah. they 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 burrow in, and they're it's good. It's really good. So that's daggers by yeah. Jim Ward. Jim, keep making music, please. Please, please keep keeps keep going. Um, that is all we have time for this week. I'm yeah, afraid. Yeah, we got on the wraps. We did. It's a later show, so it's good to finish. Slightly later show. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be. <laughs> yar, he'll be editing for hours. <laughs> uh, but uh, thank you very much for yeah. joining and goodness me it is it's it's silly season for album releases so mm-hmm. we'll have to have another oh this is possibly my favourite episode yet in theory yeah right? yeah, yeah. I, honestly as far as like average goes of my ratings at least yeah well no absolutely and, and, and like I mean for, for, for you know for everything it, it was a it was a really thought provoking show and to me the the redemption of two artists now Jim Ward I have not lost faith in but you know who I was a bit disappointed in previously but then Marina who I really truly had lost faith in to even to get two artists in one week have Jim Ward such a quick turnaround who yeah who who have redeemed themselves in my eye and then Pendulum who have not fucked their legacy up which is awesome as well that's a that's a that's the big relief and neither are garbage and 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 you know and Danny Elfin hasn't he he's in fact created a new spectrum he, he's music. created something new so that that's that's, that's, that's different a, that's yeah, that's a new thing. For that's us. different. But yeah, but anyway, interesting week. Um, thank you so much for joining us. As always, you can uh, find us. We're on all of the platforms. Kill Shuffle. It's very SEO friendly. If you search for it, you'll find us. So I'm not going to tell you anything more than that, apart from just, you know, tune into all the other episodes, listen in for the new ones, take care of yourselves, go get the vaccine if you can. Bye bye.